Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and sometimes, accidentally, in spite of myself, something funny or interesting happens. This is Previously Live. We don't talk about Ben Shapiro very often because Ben Shapiro doesn't do... Ben Shapiro doesn't do the, um, you know, like the online circuit the same way that people like Steven Crowder do. Ben Shapiro has his, you know, his, his talk show, and sometimes he'll bring, like, an idiot on, and they'll just stay dumb shit at each other for, like, an hour and a half or whatever. But, hey, listen, maybe you don't think Ben Shapiro is an idiot, and that's fine. I mean, I'm probably being hyperbolic. I'm sure he's actually a really intelligent guy. But holy shit, does he know nothing about political theory. And the question, uh, my dear viewer, is does he know nothing deliberately or does he know nothing genuinely, sincerely, uh, out of a, a just complete ignorance of everything that he has to know to do his job well? Um, I haven't watched this video, but I have seen the title. It's very recent. It's actually from less than a week ago. Caller, is fascism secretly a left-wing ideology? No points for guessing the right answer in chat, folks. Let's dive in. Lawrence in New Jersey on the Ben Shapiro Show. Go for it, Lawrence. Hey, Ben. I'm actually from South Jersey. It's the oh, better half of that. the state. <laughs> Already fucking it up. Nice job, Ben. So, no, anyway, um, I have a, a question and actually a classic movie recommendation for you. Perfect. So my, quest, my question is, what lies at the far right end of the American political spectrum? I know the left would have us believe that it's fascism, but you and I both know fascism is barely right of communism. And so my question is, would it be anarchy? So it so what lies at the true far right of the political spectrum? The left would have you believe it's fascism, but fascism is barely right of communism. Is it anarchy? noted far-right ideology? Phenomenal question, folks. I love it, okay? But I'm not here to tear into the caller. Ben, what do you got? It sort of depends on how you're describing left and right. And this is why you know, the, the differences between Europe and the United States make a huge difference. So the left in America is correct that on the far right of the European spectrum is fascism. Because the far right of the what? European spectrum is big government, but it is it is on behalf of a certain group of people at the expense of another group of people to protect homeland to protect culture and and that is done in opposition to communism right this is why the nazis it is correct to describe them as a right-wing group in germany it would be very incorrect to describe them as a right-wing group in america because american right and left are very different american right and left okay so we have the initial assertion that the political spectrum works differently in america and in europe so if you take so apparent according to ben Again, I haven't watched this. I, I can only interpret from what I'm listening to here. According to Ben, if you take a Nazi in Europe, let's say a German Nazi, there are Nazis in Germany, you know, or neo-Nazis, and this is a far right-wing uh, uh, political agent, and then you take them and you move them to America, and they switch from defending the German white homeland to the American white homeland in his mind. This is now not 
of far-right ideology. Does does Ben know there are neo-Nazis in America who literally call for everything he just described? What was that? Is done in opposition to communism, right? This is why the Nazis, it is correct to describe them as a right-wing group in Germany. It would be very incorrect to describe homeland to protect culture and... and so there are far-right groups in America that want to protect their homeland and want to protect their culture, and they do so in opposition to communism. There's, there's no difference. Folks, a, a quick pointer. The political spectrum doesn't change its character depending on the country you're in. The point of a political spectrum is that you can assess the placement of a person's beliefs, generally speaking, based on the higher level political values that they hold. It's not it's not like being a, a, a defending the German homeland is a different type of right wing than defending the Norwegian homeland. It's the same basic type of ethno-nationalism, uh, uh, but sure. Very different. American right and left is about the size and scope of government. There's broad agreement in Europe about the size and scope of government. The question is... That is not even remotely true. In a time when the, um, when the, uh, um, uh, the Tories are trying to sell out the NHS to privatization, in a time when the degree of um, the size of the welfare state is a massive contention in countries like Sweden, where the social programs are um, being questioned uh, to the extent that they like help uh, migrant communities, which is also inherently sort of an ethno-nationalist topic. The idea that this is a settled issue is fucking dumb. And by the way, I love that they do this all the time. Like, like Europe, like Europe has like settled on a different type of state or what the, the fundamental principles of governance are similar in basically every developed country on the planet from China to Russia to America to Europe to fucking Australia the basic principles of political theory are consistent in all cases with minor variations in who holds the power and why uh, and the degree to which the country is democratized the idea that the fucking political spectrum takes on a different character depending on the country you're in is incredibly brain dead is to whom it should appeal on the on the in the United States, the the argument really is about what the government ought to do in the first place. The left is sort of the European right and left is the left in America. And then so the left in America includes the European right, which Ben just described as Nazis, like actual uh, died in the wool 1942 Holocaust Nazis. That is part of the American left. How did you find this? Is this dumber than he is normally? No, no, no. This is Ben Shapiro in top form right here. Um, notice, by the way, how the question was, um, where does fascism fit? What's actually in the far right? So the entire, apparently, the entire uh, um, left, the entirety of the left in America encompasses European Nazism, but not American neo-Nazis, because American neo-Nazis have a different idea of how the welfare state works. What the fuck is he talking about? And and the, the funny thing is, by the way, is that with the resurgence of Nazbol and Strasserite characteristics in many of the Nazis here, look at um, Mike Enoch and Stryker of the Daily Shoah, one of the most prominent neo-Nazi programs. Look at what Richard Spencer has been talking about lately, where he's been leaning more towards um, economic left-wing populist rhetoric. Um, the idea that uh, the, the, the existence of a welfare state is like this hard line that separates... European and American Nazi political affiliation is fucking ridiculous. On the right in America is as you move ever further to the right, you end up in sort of libertarian categories. And so anarchy would probably be on the, the very far right of the.
spectrum. But again, it's a different spectrum. And so we have to be exact about the language we're using and whether we're using European standards or whether we are using uh, American standards. By what standard, European or American, a distinction I do not recognize, is anarchism a right-wing philosophy? Apparently the farthest right-wing philosophy. By what standard? Find me. Every single anarchist theory, the entire history of anarchism um, uh, is, is one rooted fundamentally in far-left principles. I mean, you don't have to take my, uh, like, my, um, uh, 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 um, fucking word on it. Anarchist schools of thought, social anarchism and individualist anarchism, which leads more into the Ayn Rand territory. If you look at historical anarchist figures like Bakunin, if you look at Kropotkin, these are people who work alongside Marxists. There's a reason why you hear about radical anarchist cells opposing states in the uh, in the developing world. This is by no way, shape, or form uh, uh, a far-right ideology. This is as far left as you can go. Similarly, anarchism enjoys complex relationships with ideologies such as Marxism, communism, collectivism, and trade unionism. Hmm. Anarchists were one of the groups most responsible for the social unions and the, um, and, and the uh, socialist rioting that took place in America um, during and prior to the Great uh, Depression. Fascinating. How do you not know this, Ben? This is, this is simple shit. What about anarcho-capitalism, though? Anarcho-capitalism, funny story, by the way, what is currently described as anarcho-capitalism is so ideologically defunct that it has essentially no place in broader philosophical discussion. Anar uh, anarcho-capitalism doesn't exist within broader academic discourse, except for one or two people that were largely despised by their um, contemporaries and ended up developing a cult following. Likewise, libertarianism is a left wing ideology that was co-opted by the right. And the reason for this, and I have to keep saying this, folks, I have to keep, I, I do it over and over, but it's very important to me that everyone knows this. People like Ben will try to trick you into thinking that the right-left distinction is, um, that the right-left distinction is about how big the government is. This is fucking ridiculous. Absolutely not the case. If that was the case, for one, there's no distinction between American and European political spectrums. Like, that simply does not exist. But if we are talking about a distinction between the right and the left wing, the size of the government is not it. Why do Republicans constantly fucking increase the debt and deficit? Why do Republicans constantly increase the size of the um, military? Why do Republicans constantly deficit spend to give tax breaks to, uh, to the wealthy but not to the poor? Why do Republicans constantly engage in electoral interference to try and disenfranchise minorities from voting? If you want to go look at what Republicans are doing in some of the southern states, who boy, let me tell you my friends, this is not a uh, light on government stance. Why are they so obsessed with using the government to interfere with the livelihoods? Why are Republicans the ones who predominantly oppose gay marriage? Why were Republicans predominantly the ones who oppose the um, the um, or uh, the enfranchisement and uh, of black folk and the um, the civil rights movement? Why are Republicans so opposed to the uh, second wave feminist movement? Why well, it's just fascinating how time and time again all the principles of the left wing. Um, and the right wing orient not so much around the size of the government, but about how much you believe in equality versus how much you believe in freedom.
So let's, I'm just gonna do this really quick. I've done this a million times before, okay? But I'm gonna do this really, really quick like, okay? There's no real center in the political spectrum. But if we are to imagine a center, let's say we're talking about very basic default neoliberalism, aka like the Clintons, 1990s the Clintons, you know? Let's say that's what we're talking about as the center, though it is by no means the center of anything on an empirical level. And as we go further to the right, what do we see happen? Well, if we start to get towards more republicanism, we start to see more and more calls against individual freedom. As we go farther and farther and farther towards republicanism, we will see um, calls against um, uh, uh, gay rights and against the enfranchisement of women. We will see increasing levels of support for the police state and the drug war and tough on crime laws that always so coincidentally seem to leave black people in a system of cyclical uh, generational economic disenfranchisement. As we go further than that and we get towards some of the groups the Republicans associate with but don't openly call out, um, as we look towards the white citizens counselor and the Ku Klux Klaners, which, hey, by the way, folks, I know that the Ku Klux Klan was predominantly founded by Democrats uh, because the party shifted back during the Southern strategy, something that even a child could know if they picked up a book. But hey, you know who the Ku Klux Klan is supporting now and has been for the past 50 years? It's not Democrats. Nope. It's Republicans. The farther and the farther right you go, you don't actually see a decrease in the size of a government. You see the decrease in the extent to which minorities are afforded civil liberties, because that's what the right is fundamentally about. It's about hierarchy. The right is about building a pyramid where only some people get to enjoy the privileges of the top, and not everyone does. And the outrage that Republicans experience occur only when someone who they believe to be lesser than them... Um, are placed in a position higher than they believe is just. What gets a Republican angry? A Republican gets angry when AOC was a bartender and a woman of color, but now she's a Congresswoman. A Republican gets angry when people who weren't born in America serve in Congress. A Republican gets angry when trans people get to go to the bathroom they feel comfortable going in. Completely asinine, arbitrary, meaningless horseshit that doesn't affect their lives in the slightest, but is ever so important to them. They're very emotionally fixated on it because the, oh, the crime to them is that the hierarchy is not being respected. That down here, someone who belongs here, that should, as it is, cis white men, are actually somewhere down here. That's why they're always crying that Christians are discriminated against or that there's a war on Christmas. Or that somebody who belongs down in the fucking pits of hell, like trans people or gay people, are actually enjoying the same civil liberties as them. That's what far conservatism means. That's why neo-Nazis in both America and Europe reflect and reify right-wing uh, talking points. That's why every Nazi who speaks English has started their own variant of make the white race great again to reflect the mannerisms that Trump is engaged in. Um, that's why as you go farther and farther right, you will not find a single party that it, a, a, a group of people that endorses the fucking Democrats. I'm sorry, uh, are the Proud Boys uh, uh, pro-Democrat? Are the Adam Waffen pro-Democrat? No, my friends. These people's ideological leanings are very consistent. The Unite the Right rally at Charlottesville, where MAGA hats worked hand-in-hand -hand with neo-Nazis to unify their shared goals, were they talking about government size? Oh, no, no, friends. They were talking about the white race. 
and about its enfranchisement and about the removal of the Jewish bloodline of the brown, of the degenerate bloodlines from this country. The right is about hierarchy. So when Ben Shapiro back here, uh, or as the, the, the bold and enwisened, you know, the sagacious man such as myself, uh, calls him Ben Shapiro, talks about the political spectrum. Let's take a look at Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro is disgusted by the gays. He wouldn't even attend a, a like a gay dinner. Like he, like by D Dave Rubin. Dave Rubin was like, hey, want to go out for dinner sometime? And Ben looked at him. He was like, as long as you stay four feet away from your fucking husband. Ben Shapiro thinks Palestinian people are subhuman. Ben Shapiro will actively refrain from using the preferred pronouns of trans people. This is the stuff that gets Ben Shapiro really upset. This is the stuff that really, ah, funneling enough, it has nothing to do with the size of the government. Uh, and when Trump uh, engages in $1.5 trillion of stimulus spending, eh, funny, Ben Shapiro doesn't seem to mind that much. Interesting. Or when Trump engages in massive deficit spending or approve, uh, um, approves for increases to military spending, you know, huge outstretches in government overreach. Eh, interesting. Ben Shapiro doesn't seem to care that much. Uh, ben Shapiro doesn't seem to talk that much about the surveillance state or about the extent to which the country um, and its um, uh, political system is influenced by um, elite corporate interests, which infringe on the freedoms of the average citizen and increase the power of the state. Interesting. He's just, um, he just doesn't care that much. Oh, but when a trans person, when a trans person goes into the restroom they want to go into, oh, that gets them mad. And likewise, the farther left you go, the more you see a prioritization of equality over disenfranchisement and hierarchy. The farther left you go, you will see a greater and greater number of people who are in favor of individual freedoms, like racial, um, racial unity, like trans rights, like gay rights, like everything, you know, that the principles of this country are meant to stand for, essentially a, 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 a promise to fulfill the principles of the Enlightenment. I care about the Enlightenment very much. The idea of democracy and individual liberties, I'm a very big fan of that. Um, whereas, funnily enough, you know, uh, if we look real quick, um, If you go to Prager University, an organization that Ben Shapiro has worked with before, you will find a video of theirs where they actively claim to reject the principles of the Enlightenment. We watched this video together on stream. Prager U actively uh, uh, distanced themselves from the principles of the Enlightenment for which it is most known. Democracy, liberty, egalitarianism. They actively rejected these principles because PragerU is, of course, fascist, as is Ben Shapiro. They are both fascist uh, 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 agents, and they do not care for the principles upon which this country was founded. I care very much about these things. And as you go further and further left, you move away from liberalism and towards social democracy, where welfare programs ensure that even disenfranchised minorities have their um, disadvantages compensated for by a pithing from the state. And as you go further and further left, you come to see more and more people adopt anti-capitalist rhetoric and ideology, socialism, anarchism, mutualism, communism, and a wide variety of other ideologies that share fundamentally the same basic idea, the destruction of hierarchy. And on the farthest left, and you can't get any farther than this really, is the ideological principle of anarchism, the complete destruction, or the prioritization of the complete destruction, of all unjust hierarchy. To 
obliterate the state, the police, prisons, everything that our society is built on, which fundamentally places one man above another. A very far left ideology. That is the political spectrum. It explains all deviations from people's ideologies. Why is anarcho-capitalism a far-right ideology? Well, if you actually talk to anarcho-capitalists, you will realize that, A, most of them are secretly fucking Nazis. I'm not kidding. Please, talk to right libertarians and talk to, um, and talk to anarcho, um, and talk to anarcho-capitalists. Uh, These people really are just on the fucking cusp. They don't give a shit about individual freedoms, or the ones that do are deeply, deeply confused. It's an ideologically incoherent movement, so there are invariably going to be some people who haven't actually picked up on what the movement stands for, but there's a reason why right libertarianism and Nazism hold so close together. Because it's so easy, hey, folks, because it's so easy to gloss over the fact that you despise minority groups when you're advocating instead that the state shouldn't be expected to take care of them. See Ron Paul saying that the civil rights movement was unjust and states should be left to decide whether or not businesses should be able to discriminate against black people. You really think that was about Ron Paul believing the federal government shouldn't be able to protect the individual rights of people? Or do you think that was about Ron Paul thinking that maybe if it was left up to the states, there would still be a few good states, Alabama, Mississippi, Florida, that would maybe decide, hey, you know, I don't really like the Negroes that much. There are people sometimes who transcend the simplicity of this formula, but there is absolutely no explanatory value to Ben Shapiro's approach to this, where Europe and America have different political systems and it's about the size of government. It means nothing, especially since anarchists want to destroy the state. I feel as though that can't. I feel as though that can't possibly fit on their spectrum while reconciling that anarchism is a far left ideology. And Nazism, even European Nazism, had a pretty fucking um uh, um uh, uh, um decentralized state in some respects. Um, the neo uh, not neo-Nazis, sorry, but the original Nazis, the proper ones, the German Nazis, um, uh, um, actually privatized quite a bit of their industry, um, which is not something that you would expect from a left-wing political ideology. Also, you know, they the Nazis, they killed all the Strasserites and all the actual Marxist-inspired, um, uh, you know, uh, people within their ranks. So <laughs> what are you going to do, folks? Um, what was I getting at? Ben Shapiro is just really fucking dumb, but we haven't even fucking started the video. I just had to lay out, like, basic political theory. Yeah, yeah, the very first people the Nazis came after are the socialists. And funnily enough, American Nazis also fucking hate socialists. It's really weird how that happens. Standards of right and left. Uh, and I think people like to mix this stuff up all the time. So you'll see people I agree. and say, well, how could these conservatives in America claim that the Nazis were a left-wing group? By American standards, they were a left-wing group. They to want nationalized health care. They wanted uh, the government to be deeply involved in every aspect of industry. No, for one, no. They privatized quite a few industries, and they actually only implemented socialized health care for, um, for the Ubermensch. You think they were giving Jews and socialists and gays and cripples um, health care? No. 
As it turns out, and this is something that uh, a piece of information that cannot permeate his his uh, four centimeter thick skull, uh, is that the right left wing distinction has nothing to do with the size of the government. It just doesn't. And if you start applying that standard, you have to say fucking ridiculous things like anarchism is a far right ideology because it has no government. And you have to explain away the fact that the Republican Party in the United States constantly increases the size and reach of the government. It has no explanatory weight. They wanted the government to to make sure that, that people were taken care of on a wide variety of topics. Also, they implemented socialized health care because it's an empirically superior system of keeping your country healthy, you stupid fuck. They had socialized healthcare to an extent back during the Weimar Republic. That's not a left-right thing. It's just, if you want privatized healthcare, the way it functions today in America, you're just a fucking idiot. And if you want socialized healthcare, the way it functioned back during the Nazi days, at least excluding the racial exclusionary uh, elements, you are a smarter person. It just functions better. They were certainly not small government free market capitalists, right? We've Capitalism was highly reified in Nazi Germany, and not only were many industries privatized, but some people, even some people who were not ideologically aligned with the Nazi party, were heavily privileged within the party simply because they were uh, industry barons. Hitler despised communism, and there was propaganda disseminated all across the state, reifying and celebrating the contributions of the glorious industrialist capitalist leaders. Unions were busted. The Nazis were one of the most aggressive privateers of the 20th century which, which would be the definition of right wing in the united states so mm -hmm. the the attempt to sort of conflate those two is something left in the united states likes to do so you're right that that to describe the nazis or or fascism as a right wing construct in the united states is is a weird sort of thing to do but again it depends on on which spectrum you're using lawrence really appreciate the call i really can't overstate how stupid you would have to be to believe there are two different spectrums for right and left-leaning ideologies based on which continent you are born into. All he would have to say, if Ben Shapiro was intelligent, like genuinely intelligent, do you know what he could say here? It's very, very simple what he could say. He could say this. He could say, over here in America, due to different, you know, cultural inclinations, the far right wing tends to be uh, much less inclined towards social welfare programs than the far right wing has traditionally in Europe. But that doesn't mean it's not right wing. See, just with that, wow! Damn, I don't even have a political science degree. And I just fucking nailed it. Wow. It turns out that the existence of healthcare is almost completely tangential to the actual political leanings of a state, and that our general predisposition to it has more to do with whether we feel like prioritizing the power of industry leaders and insurance brokers or the glorious white race. Wasn't socialized healthcare implemented under Bismarck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure socialized healthcare was implemented in Germany earlier than almost anywhere else, just because Bismarck was trying to capitulate to the socialists at the time. Funny, huh? We do a lot of work. Jessica in Atlanta, you're on the Ben Shapiro Show. Go for it, Jessica. Oh my God, there's multiple callers? Oh no. Hey, Ben. Uh, love your show. Uh, two things real quick. I just want to thank you and The Daily Wire for responsibly reporting on COVID-19. Oh, thank you. As someone who works in public health, it really means a lot to me. You mean Ben Shapiro, who bitched and complained just last night that we were uh, 
uh, politicizing coronavirus. You ever notice how much Republicans like to do that? I don't I don't think Democrats like ever do this. Um, maybe they've done it like once or twice, but every single fucking time something that makes them look bad happens, they'll bitch about um, politicizing it. Oh, uh, how, how dare you? Um, First of all, uh, let's say that you've introduced politics into a situation that's fundamentally political. Uh, then let's add the preposition that um, the coronavirus is a pandemic, the responsibility over which is entirely relegated to the hands of our elected officials, which is fundamentally what politics means. And uh, let's say that then this fundamentally political incident is something that you have chosen to politicize. Uh, I would then have to say, uh, based on the premises that I have listed, uh, that you are, in fact, being very uncivil. Um, and by the way, uh, uh, Palestinians are dirt people who enjoy eating trash and blowing up their own buildings. When media outlets uh, report health crises with care, unlike the mainstream media, you guys don't blow things out of proportion to drum up viewership. So it's greatly appreciated. Well, I really appreciate that. Um, I, I always believe that, you know, especially when this kind of stuff happens, people want information first and then political takes. Exactly, exactly. So uh, that be This is literally beyond parody. Information first, polit uh, political takes second. So while Trump is, you know, gallivanting around screaming about how coronavirus is a hoax, hey, you, did you know that the United States had a pandemic response team? Did you know we actually had a specific team of people that were... Um, that were it's it, their entire job was to respond to pandemics in this country. Do you know who fired them? Just fired them. Decades of experience with this job specifically. Do you know who fired them? So he's got one point five trillion dollars to um to to give the stock market a boost that lasts a few hours, but <clears throat> paying a few hundred thousand dollars a year to keep a crack team of pandemic officials uh, on on hand in case something bad happens. Ah! Cutting CDC funding, not listening to the CDC advisor, putting Pence in charge of the uh, um, coronavirus response team. Uh, yeah, it's it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good, folks. Nothing political about this at all. Just ah, just the coronavirus. You know, what are you gonna do? Being said, the way China has handled things has been admittedly terrible. Yep. Between China. China actually handled it incredibly fucking well. They immediately um, went through with a quarantine. China is actually being renowned internationally for how they're handling this crisis. ...down early reports of the virus and not co cooperating with us. It almost feels like they've gone out of their way to make things as hard as possible. Uh, so how I don't know what the fuck she's talking about, but China handled it pretty fucking well. China arguably imposed draconian policies in the process, though. Um, if China was already authoritarian, if they're going to be authoritarian anyway, they might as well use that authoritarianism to prevent a pandemic. China's handling of COVID-19 not demonstrate to the American people just how bad communism is. I mean, it, it absolutely... Communism. Ah, yeah. Xi Jinping and his glorious cabal of billionaires promoting free trade across the, uh, across the, uh, the trans-Asian, you know, um... Uh, economic sphere absolutely should it absolutely should i mean but but unfortunately what what you see from the media is that what is going to be needed is some sort of great repression and so people think okay well government repression forced quarantine you know who'll be really great at that communist countries right so you saw the media in the early right, days right. of this thing celebrate how china was locking it down right before they got to oh yeah also china let the cat out of the bag and let this thing spread because they didn't want the shame of having it blamed on china and they I don't think that's necessarily true. I think that China stumbled a little bit with early reporting, but so has the United fucking States. 
right now the United States is testing how many people a day? There are estimates that like we've only tested like a tenth or less of all the people in this country who have it. Um, if like America, Americans just have no place. What we have no right to criticize the Chinese response. Like not even fucking close. No, they covered it up at first. I absolutely agree. But Trump was literally saying it was a democratic hoax. Um, I just we just don't have any standing. That's the thing. Criticism from the of the Chinese government from me totally fine because I'm willing to criticize people across the board who uh, mishandle situations like this. But um, Ben over here, the only reason why he's not on his knees sucking Daddy Trump's dick every day is because Trump is mean on Twitter. Uh, has absolutely no fucking right. Also, notice how completely divorced from reality this conversation is. Uh, yeah, China, the communist country. Um, they really made they really made things bad. Um. They really made things bad with their um, with their policies. They mishandled it. The funny thing is, is that Vietnam is much closer to being a communist country than China is, and Vietnam has probably handled the coronavirus better than literally any country on the planet. They were killing officials or imprisoning officials who were talking about it. Before they started reporting on that, it was, look what a great job China is doing in shutting down all of Wuhan. I mean, can you imagine in the United States, can you shut down a city of 13 million people? Obviously not. China's really handling this thing. So the, the sort of fascist top-down control that was exerted in china was wait fascist or communist dude he does ben you don't know anything what you can't do that ben you can't say it's communist and fascist he doesn't know anything how the fuck does this guy make millions of dollars sharing his fucking political opinions with people just, it's just me, it's the same thing. Uh, political, uh, right-wing, Europe and America, two different things. Um, communism and fascism are the same, though. What the fuck does he mean? Mind you, by the way, China is actually much closer to being a fascist state than a communist one. Seen as a feature, not a bug of the system. The problem is that, you know, originally it comes with non-transparency. It comes with crappy public health facilities. It comes with higher death rates. So it should be a, a ringing rebuke of Chinese communism. But the truth is that you see how the media cover things right now. And that is that if there's any shortcoming. Hey, remember when he just said that it's important to get information out before doing political takes. And now he's using this to talk about how China mishandled the plague and their communist fascists who did badly, even though they actually did significantly better than our country is doing. They stopped the plague in China. It cost them, but they stopped it. America, our fucking Dow, just uh, unironically, imagine being an American. American in in 20 fucking um in 2020 and talking about how uh, uh any other country is mishandling <laughs> just just imagine fucking Ben's out there um in New York next to Wall Street and like he's taping his show right next to the sound of stockbrokers splatting against the pavement as they leap from the fucking rooftops and he's talking about how the mishandling of China holy shit dude again I'm fine with people criticizing China. I'm just saying that criticizing China selectively here is juvenile. I'm sorry, did I say juvenile? Delusional. In terms of the transmission of COVID-19, then they immediately blame the government as though bigger government would fix this thing. Well, you know, the government can... B I'm really sorry, guys. As an anarchist, bigger government does actually help with quarantining pandemics. That's one thing they're actually really good at. Like, really good at.
if they handle it well. As an anarchist, I just want to say, as someone who despises government overreach, I just want to say, if there was any point in time where I would actually be okay with the government interfering in the life of me and my uh, fellow citizens, it would be in quarantine to prevent a plague from ravaging the entire country. Maybe that makes me a fake anarchist. I don't know. That I'm, I'm actually okay with that. I am fine with that. If the state starts sending in, like, um... Uh, uh, like, like police to like cordon off blocks and like this block gets this food ration, ration, ration. I mean, I'd complain about it, but like, fuck, man, that's definitely a lot better than a plague. Can really only do what the government can do. The government isn't God. The government can't prevent one person from transmitting COVID nineteen exactly. to another person. Actually, they can. It's called a quarantine. Something only the government is capable of doing. What the fuck is he talking about? There are countries right now that have stopped. COVID-19! What, what is he? These, these fucking faux libertarians said these delusional fucking sentiments, dude. Uh, the government isn't God. It can't prevent people from spreading diseases. Yes, it can! That, that's, yes, that it actually can do that. It's called a quarantine. People have been practicing quarantines since the fucking Middle Ages. We're better at it now, though. All the government can really do is prevent travel at the initial stages and then make sure the public health agencies have the resources that they need in order to in order to move forward. That stops the transmission. If you keep people from moving from place to place, if you get healthcare services on the line and you deliver food and rations to afflicted districts to keep people from leaving their houses to go get fucking groceries and toilet paper, you keep people from spreading it. What Wait, was it? Uh, the government, um, first of all, let's acknowledge the fact that the government is not God. Then hypothetically, let's say that a plague breaks out. Well, because the government isn't God, ergo, quantum ergo sum, the government can't prevent them from transmitting disease to one another. However, hypothetically, let's say they are capable of providing medical care, rations, and keeping people from traveling, which would prevent people from spreading the disease. Uh, hypothetically, that would do the thing that I said it can't do. Let's say, uh, uh, hypothetically, uh, that my head is buried so far in up my own... <laughs> no. Uh, uh, God, fucking kill me. I can't... This I can't do Ben Shapiro, dude. I can't reconcile his popularity with the fact that he's this fucking stupid. And the government's doing all that it can, but to suggest that China handled this thing well, let's put it this way. If there were an outbreak of, of a disease in the United States or in the West, it would be handled much more quickly and much more seriously and with much, and with much more transparency than it was in China in the first place. And then you would have an increasing drive for, for government interventionism. The nice thing- When was this recorded? This was recorded six days ago. I wonder if he would change his tune if he re-recorded this now. Like that, like six days ago, he's like, um, well, obviously the free market would be able to solve this much better. And then then he then he wakes up, you know, he wakes up a week later to, to, to what's been going on about how Trump had to be begged to even allow for free COVID testing, but not free COVID uh, treatment about how the fucking stocks are in free fall about how we have absolutely no quarantines um uh, uh um put out there and there are probably literally hundreds of thousands of people in this country that have been afflicted and we have no way of stopping it because we were too slow in our response and he would think well maybe actually possibly nah he would never fucking change his tune dude because this guy's a fucking ideologue this guy fucking ben shapiro has absolutely no um interest in actually changing or, or developing on the thing the sh fucking dumbass shit that he says with the release of new information he has his he has his own fucking idiot bubble that is impermeable fucking idiot uh, uh covid proof sphere that he um that and he just repeats the same talking points and he's been doing it for fucking years about 
about a, a free system, a democratic system, is that there are gradations of government control that can be gradually accessed as the threat grows. There are no gradations in China. It's either you get to move around or you don't get to move around and go home. The fuck is he talking about? I, I guarantee you there's more nuance. Oh, shit. I guarantee you there's more nuance to the quarantine in China than as he is describing here. Oh, we're going to lock you in your house. We're going to weld you in, right? So that, 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 it, it should be a ringing yeah, rebuke of China. Terrible. No, it definitely should. And I wonder if this is not some small reflection in why Joe Biden has bumped up in the polls because people see what's going on and they're like, oh, no, we can't have a Bernie Sanders. Well, I mean, I think that I think that it definitely has to do with what all these things. Coronavirus, like just no one has faith in Bernie to run the system, because why would you have faith in a 78 year old? What? what? How did we Trump is receiving international criticism for his unwillingness to handle fucking coronavirus? And now we're talking about Bernie. What the? Bernie Sanders, even if he won, which I doubt is going to happen at this point, is literally six months away from being inaugurated and is 10 months away from being um, uh, uh, put into to, to office. What the fuck is he talking about? Jesus Christ, Bernie was acknowledging the threat this posed to America from the beginning. Trump was talking about how it's a Democrat hoax. Just the the way they the, the the caller could say literally anything. The caller could could feel like and uh, and uh, yeah, I really think that um, COVID nineteen it really reflects on the failure of Marx's policies, don't you think? The way it's been spreading, it just really makes you feel like the labor theory of value is bad. And Ben would say, "Oh well, yeah, of course. Um, if you look at it empirically, you can see that the coronavirus is an empirical refutation of the principles." He'll just he'll he'll say yes to anything. Like he'll just respond in the affirmative to anything that owns the lips. A communist who has never done a useful thing in his life, who was on welfare when he was running for mayor of Burlington. Nice man. lived his entire life until the age of 39 without holding down a regular job. Do I uh, this is a common right-wing talking point, and it speaks to what I said earlier about conservatives not liking hierarchy, because he actually held many jobs up until he ran for office, but none of them were squeaky clean office jobs given to you by your daddy after you um, failed out of Hollywood because nobody liked your shitty scripts. So it's not a real job in Ben Shapiro's eyes. You'll notice all these grifters are fucking living off daddy bucks. Ben Shapiro, um, uh, 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 fucking Charlie Kirk is a particularly bad one. Um, Steven Crowder bombed out of comedy before being given fucking dark money from billionaires to promote propaganda he doesn't even believe in. That to them is a real job, okay? Squeaky little baby boy daddy jobs. Ooh, thank you so much for my corner office daddy. Ooh. Now that's real work, folks. But the stuff that he did, the real jo wage jobs that he did, nah. I trust that guy to protect me. Yeah, Crowder's dad is literally his manager and Crowder's dad told him that he couldn't debate Sam Cedar. Steven Crowder might have been stupid enough to debate Sam Cedar, but his dad called him and said, no, no, son, no, son, son, no. Please don't, please don't debate Sam Cedar. Please, I know how it's going to go. Please don't. I would kill myself if that happened to me. If my dad managed my shit and I'm like a big boy, like debate lord on the internet, and then somebody challenges me and my dad calls me and, and he's like, no, just just don't. Just don't do that. Just never do that. I would kill myself. But I have shame. So that's sort of a fundamental distinction. From coronavirus, I don't protect that. I don't trust that guy to handle making a nice cup of coffee. I don't trust him to do AOC's old bartending job, right. let alone. Ah, we brought up the bartending job. We they've got they've got the four or five things they're mad about, all of which are irrelevant, and that's what gets them angry. The bartending job. Ugh, I wouldn't trust. I wouldn't trust. I wouldn't trust 
Bernie Sanders to wash AOC's perfect uh, round um, feet uh, that have been uh, scraped clean of any calluses. Um, that's a job, but that should be left to um, a real uh, gentleman. I mean, uh, uh, a real political, uh, a real political commentator uh, like me. Um, handling the country, Jessica. Really appreciate the call, Clay in Minnesota. You're on the Ben Shapiro show. Go for it, Clay. Hey, yes, sir. Hey, Ben. I'm a huge fan of the show. I'm going to so kill myself. I'm a physician at a major medical institution, and with all of the talk from Bernie Sanders talking about health care is a human right, I just wanted to get your take on a couple of things. One, when he says— To say that health care is a human right is to say that you are entitled to the services of another person, which is tantamount to slavery. Anyone who believes health care is a human right believes that um, uh, in slavery— you know, people have a human right to health care. I know but this talking point. Do you think he's just, you know, actually yep. meaning like, so should every patient have the ability to go to Hopkins or Mayo or Stanford versus just a physician or an NP or a PA or a nurse? And if they do have that right, you know, do you think that, that patients actually do have a human right to the services of our physicians who sometimes are abusive to the to the medical system or to the to the physician themselves? Yeah, Clay, this is the way to lead the fucking question, dude. Jesus Christ. The question that I've had over and over and over is that there have to be some logical limits to that. If you're 99 years old and you have prostate cancer, is the idea that your health human right now mandates the government expend a million dollars on your prostate health care for experimental mm -hmm. drugs? Like, what exactly does this mean? And the answer is that Bernie has no answer to this because in the end, Wait, has anyone asked him? Has anyone asked him if if Bernie Sanders would support the uh, 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 the the expense of, an, of of a hypothetically infinite amount of money to keep one person alive with highly experimental uh, medical treatments? No, obviously there's a fucking upper cutoff uh, past a certain point. Also, you can still get privately you can still privately pay. Um, for uh, medical treatment if you want. Means that he's gonna make the decisions, right? He means that he and Ezekiel Emanuel mm -hmm. are gonna make the decisions as to the level of care necessary. Also, simply declaring something a right does not make it appear magically. South Africa, in its constitution, has a right to housing, has a right to employment, has a right to healthcare. Nobody has a job, nobody has health. What the fuck is he talking about? Um, well, just because um, Bernie Sanders says it's a right doesn't mean he can make it happen. What the fuck does that have to do with the question? The math's all been done. It's totally possible to do Medicare for all in this country. What the fuck are we talking about? Well, Bernie Sanders says that he wants to provide health care to every American, but just because he says something doesn't mean that it's actually going to happen. Sometimes people could say things and then they don't happen. Have you ever considered that? Uh, watch this. I am a, hypothetically, let's say I am a purple elephant. Ha, huh. you will now see I am not actually a purple elephant. Yeah, um, you will notice uh, this is actually a refutation of the uh, the, the the implicit link between uh, the, uh, 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 speaking something into will and uh, it actually happening. Healthcare, nobody has a house in South Africa, so just saying things are rights. Nobody has a house in South Africa? I'm sure that's not true. I guess I don't know the numbers. Is that a dog whistle? Do not yeah. make the rights magically appear. The only rights that are self-effectuating are the rights that do not require something of somebody else. And this is why exactly. when the left declares a positive right. Hey, I'm going to end the video on this because this is some dumbass shit and I got something else to get to. You ever want to blow this argument the fuck out? What about right to personal property? You need police and a state to protect that. Isn't that slavery? After all, if you're saying you have an intrinsic right to private property, you're saying you also have a right to the services of the government and state agents who protect it. It's true. That right there, you take that one from me, I'm giving that one to you, obliterates the entire argument that they use about, um, 
uh, about whether a right is truly intrinsic or not. It means it's not intrinsic, and it also means that the rights they take for granted also intrinsically require the services of another to fulfill. Because what are private property rights with no laws and no police? What, what, what? You, you have like a factory in the middle of the forest? Someone will just walk into it. Like, what? Like, you're like the owner of a factory and you walk out one day and you come back in, there are like 40 homeless people in there. And you're like, wait, this is my factory. And the homeless guy pulls out a gun on you and he's like, actually, this is, this is my factory now. What are you going to do? Oh, you feel entitled to the services of a police officer? Don't you understand that's tantamount to slavery? You think someone should be able to work for you no matter what? Damn, Ben Shapiro. I didn't know you were in favor of state-enforced bondage. Get the fuck out of here. Get this little jabroni out of my sight.